Oh, hello, my little heathens. How are you? It's your favorite naughty nerd princess, She Bad Cosplay, coming to you from the Blurview After Dark. And once again, I got my bro sis. Yeah, we can yes. call each other that. Bro sis. <laughs> little bro, little sis. I'm big sis. Don't ask my age. None of your business. Anyway, <laughs> we are now getting into part two of the love slash lust languages series that we are doing over here on the Blurview. And I'm really, really excited because today we are getting into what's number two. It is physical touch. I have with me, of course, Johnny D from the Blurview and his lovely co-host, Nico Yasha. Hey. I said it right. Yeah, I said it right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're going to get into that. And you guys know that we are definitely going to F this shit up. But first, first things first, first things first. Let's talk about what the love language of physical touch actually is. According to the official official, uh, if your love language is physical touch, then that means you prefer physical expression of love over all other expressions, such as verbal compliments or gifts. So this may seem self-explanatory, but there are both intimate and non-intimate touches that can and should be used to show your partner love. Basically, everything that makes me sick hugging, kissing. But we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> so how do you guys feel about this love language? It's definitely on my bottom tier of the pole. Because it's gross. I'm okay. just like, <laughs> I, like it. I like holding your hand. That's nice. <laughs> I don't know why, I honestly don't know why this makes me uncomfortable but it does and i don't know if it stems from something in my childhood or something like that i don't know but like kissing hugging all that stuff freaks me the fuck out <laughs> i don't know what to do with it at I all no, i feel it like because did you ever have to deal with that little boy in like elementary school that kept like trying to hug you all the time and the teachers <gasps> are just like oh he's just being nice and awesome you're just like don't you don't touch me they're like it's fine it's like but he's invaded my personal space get him away i think that's why i hate physical touch because i had like kids always like that and i'm just like come come get away from me come get this kid off my wing so, so that's just me so i was that little boy um and of course, you were. <laughs> of course. why does that not surprise me in the slightest I think physical touch is necessary for, I mean, I feel like, I feel like it's, I feel like it's a necessary love language. I feel like it does help uh, reinforce uh, physically what a lot of people can't verbally. Some people can't verbalize their emotions and therefore they hug and kiss and cuddle and mm, babies do it when they can't tell you they love you, they kiss you. That's a baby. It's a baby. They can't do nothing. They're, They're running on pure instinct. And 99% of their instinct is just, I want to eat and poop and sleep. Like, that's it. There's nothing else going on. Right. Like, they just, nothing or, or else just going like, on. Or roll me over because I can't roll over. Basically, I want to run away from you because you've been hugging me too much. Like, back up. Even babies are just like, look, okay, it's a little too much one on one here going on. Right, like, you yeah. need some space. Like, my nephew, <laughs> there was this point where he was like, almost one and he was just like don't nobody touch me no more and i'm just like but let me hold you my precious my precious nephew he's just like mm, mm-hmm. just start crying i'm just like okay i'll put you down i won't touch you and he was happy and i was just like that's fine i guess just just leave your aunt alone i guess so so why don't you guys subscribe to the love language like wh- why like what's the reason we were just talking we don't know we i don't it. know mine is boundary I just have boundaries. Mm. You know, and not to get too deep on you guys, I just feel like it's from being touched inappropriately at a young age. Mm. I, you know I, I, I agree. Mean? Yeah, I yeah. Think especially because we're women. We've been mm-hmm. so conditioned from a long, young age to just be like, oh, it's normal. It's okay. Like, mm-hmm. like oh, that little boy is hugging you. Like, why? Why does they yeah. have to pass and we have to just accept that they want to hug us, but we don't want to be touched at all. Or when they force, I don't know if y'all went to church when you were younger or they forced you to hold hands with everybody. And I'm just mm. like, I'm just like, I don't want to hold hands. I don't know mm. this person. You're a stranger. Like, I feel like it's just conditioned at a young age for everyone to just be like, okay with touching. 
it yeah, be. it's just like a level of trauma that's right there that you just don't want to deal with. Because I guess it's like a lot, like personally for me, it's like stuff that happened when I was younger is kind of right. suppressed in a way. And it's kind of right. like, I don't really want to ever delve I don't want to think about it anymore, but no. it, it has it has left a lasting stain on how I receive physical touch from anybody. Yeah, same. I mean, now. even with my partner, I'm just kind of like, oh, do we have to kiss so much? Oh, it freaks me out. <laughs> I was like, I no, don't. I'm right there with you. There's some stuff in my childhood trauma too that has resonated to where I'm so averse to touch. But I'm going to therapy for this. Let's probably never get over my touch version, but I'm going to therapy for it. I am not because I cannot afford it. But we'll get another episode about that later. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So, I mean, you, so you guys don't like with your partner, though. Like, you don't like being kissed, she bad. And, like, Danny, you said you don't mind have, holding hands. But, like, that's it? Like, I mean, like. No. Okay, like, you act like I don't kiss my partner. I do. It's just not going to be, like, a lot. Like, they, like every five minutes to It'll be like every once in a while, like, hey, you're cute, kiss, and I'll go back to playing video games. Yeah, it has to be, I don't, maybe it's just at a minimum. Maybe that's, I won't yeah. say I dismiss yeah. it altogether, especially when you're kind of making a form of compromise with your partner. And that's yeah. kind of, I mean, I mean, it sounds like really, really weird to say that physical touch is a form of compromise, but kind of it is, because you have to <laughs> mentally take your your head, take your your body and everything out of the the things that happened to you in the past mm. and kind of put yourself in the present like okay I know in the past that maybe these physical touches were not great for me and I didn't like them but I know I'm with somebody now who I'm trusting and who I'm, mm-hmm. I'm loving on and that they care about me and that the physical touch has to be received a little bit differently mm. yep. you know what I'm saying I get so, so no hot steamy makeout sessions for y'all like I mean, like, I mean, it, ha- so like I said, it happens. It's just not going to be happening at the frequency most people would think it would happen. Mm. Like, it doesn't, like, I mean, I like it, but I don't like it. Like, I, if I'm, think- I'm thinking about physical touches, me personally, I really like somebody kissing on my neck. Love that. Somebody kissing on the inside of my thigh gets me going. Touching the inside of my thigh, that's my spot. Just letting y'all know. But it's just, yeah it's, it is it just it is everybody has a spot some people right. are cynical. some people's behind their ears some people's their eyebrows we ain't judging up in this piece we ain't judging over here in the after dark as that blurb you stuff say, <laughs> <laughs> it's always a personal it's always a personal attack like i don't like, what, like it's always a personal attack what do i be doing <laughs> right if we had the horns yo if we had the horns it's like okay i can imagine you are really into things involving the feet you like to suck on toes you like to get foot jobs you you like to you know come on you like to massage massage feet that's that's good for you right Mm. right so what does that mean because it's like you know that particular physical touch for you is like really really important for you on an intimate level and a lot of people will consider it a bit of a fetish True, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's important to you. It's important that you do it. Are you gonna go out here and try to get every girl to rub their feet on your feet on your face or your or your butt or whatever you doing? No. On my butt. What? Is um, going on? I don't know how this works for you. On my you booty. Don't know. Not my booty cheeks. Like so. Okay, so you're lying. You telling me that you look the girl you and she wrap her feet around you feet. and she patting her feet on your butt cheeks as you going in on her like pop pop pop. You're a damn liar. What kind of National Geographic <laughs> shit are we talking about right now? What? You are a liar. What are we talking about? No, her feet, their feet naturally hangs behind the butt. Yeah, feet. but like, no. But it's like, pop, 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 if not why not explore that but this is the thing right with physical touch with me right with physical touch with me when it comes down yeah. to physical touch mm-hmm. it's we'll get to the sexual stuff in a moment but like <clears throat> it's cuddling you know holding hands you know, I did, I did, I grew up in, I, I like, I can relate to, you know, sexual traumas in a, in a younger age, you know, mm-hmm. I, I've experienced that. Um, but, <clears throat> but um, my, my mom never showed me like physical affection. Like if I got a hug, it was like a church pad. <laughs> like, Aww. like, you know, for you real. Just, uh-huh. Like, so it was like, you know what I mean? So 
like physical touch. Like I didn't really understand it. Um, uh, my first couple of relationships, I didn't really give it. Uh, when I was married, I didn't really give it. Uh, not, you know, holding hands was kind of a weird concept to me, still kind of is. I'm um, trying to like force myself to get over that because I have a daughter and I don't want my daughter mm-hmm. to just think that, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I want her to ha- see all different forms of love. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't subscribe. So to do you think, so do you think that because you, your mother didn't do those things that it kind of shaped you, not to say that you're toxic, but it kind of like shaped your idea of masculinity as you got older and therefore you were like now trying to like learn how to be um a little bit more in tune with that my idea of masculinity was very corrupted but not for that reason Mm -hmm. um I didn't think that it was because I was a boy because my mom didn't show affection to her daughters either Mm -hmm. uh so it was just it, it, it like so I just didn't see it across the board and a lot of people I know also weren't raised that way so um i so what if it's a black thing do you think it's a black thing i don't know maybe a southern black thing because my mom and my auntie they oh my god they are huggers let me tell you they love like i love my aunties they give some of the best hugs ever Mm -hmm. like i'm just like you know when you get the hug you're just like oh I feel safe and warm now. <laughs> but don't you like, but don't you think that that's like crazy? Like you know how like there was like a meme going around a long time ago where it's like they're talking about how like you just happened to run into an older black woman and yeah. she says something to you and you just kind of go, Oh, where have you been my whole life? Like if they call you like baby or yeah, honey, yeah. Uh, honey or, or sugar pie yes, or whatever, like, or give you a hug or a candy. Right, you're just or whatever. Like, oh. That's but that's like, but maybe that's a form of, of non-physical, physical touch. It's touched your heart. Yeah. It touched your soul. Metaphoric, metaphorical touching. Yeah. yeah. I think that yeah. would fall under more words of affirmation, though. Um, then, but if someone called you a darling or honey, is that really words of affirmation? Yeah. I mean, but it affirms, it affirms your, it affirms your ability to feel safe. It affirms your but, ability to feel cared for in that moment. Right? Yeah, but I think, I, it could, but honestly, it, we don't have to like totally dissect it apart. These all kind of fall underneath the no. same thing. You know right, I mean, you right. yeah. definitely connect. There's definitely a connection, so it could fall on both. But I think, um, in terms of what we're talking about right now, is like it touched your soul. Like you felt mm. you had an overwhelming, you have a warm feeling. You had that mean, warm feeling. You like a metaphorical, uh, physical touch. Metaphysical, right. You yeah, had, metaphorical, you had metaphysical. that warm feeling. It, it overcame your body, and you felt good about it. And you know, and now we as adults are kind of like relearning a lot of the different things that we were kind of conditioned not to really do because I mean yeah. I can't I can't for I honestly cannot remember times when my parents really hugged me other than funerals yeah or when I was or when I was physically or I was like visually upset but you know with me you guys know this like I kind of hold my feelings in and then mm. I explode yeah. and so nobody really knows or even acknowledges whether or not I need physical touch because I don't give out those vibes that I need a hug or anything. And it's, it gets harder because it's like, I want them, but I don't know how to knock down those walls to allow them into my right. life. Right. The same right. way other people do. Some people can just get hugs instantly. They give up them vibes that they need hugs. They need, you know, the affirmations and the, the kisses and the whatever, but I just don't give up those vibes personally no same it's I wild either. yeah because those people don't think they when i say like i'm hurting about something people are just like she'll get over it i'm just like you know i just really need a hug right now what yeah you yeah. want a hug yeah. you want a hug it's like yeah bitch i need a hug yeah it's like damn it's like i'm strong but dang strong people and then you, hug yeah but then you feel bad when somebody makes you feel bad about wanting the physical touch you're just right. like Oh, it's like I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Yeah, I guess it's I'm just going to hop, this, gonna hop off a cliff over here. Fuck me, I guess. Excuse I, me, yeah. being a vulnerable bitch. I think, <laughs> I think, I think a lot. I think black people resist affection because for some reason we had a. I think you know, going back to what you said about our, you know, is it a southern black thing? I, I think it's just that generation in particular was very hit or miss. Mm-hmm. uh when it came to uh affection our our parents and grandparents generation because they had to be like tough black people because the world was hard so they taught their you know they taught their family to be hard because the world was hard and now that the world 
is coming undone, you know, we don't have to be as tough, you know, we're, we're, we're reaping the side effects of it. I think that's what it comes down to. And I think that the reason why our generation is so hung up on whether or not we should be physically uh, affectionate is because we went so long without it that we honestly don't know even how to express it. You know, we have to start with like giving each other a hug. Oh, I really do have to hold your hand. Like some people like to go arm in arm, like mm-hmm. this is the 1920s and you're like, what is this? Like, you know, it's, it's basic, it's basic um, levels of physical affection that we just weren't taught because the world was hard. And, you know, especially as black people, we have to struggle together. That's we true. We weren't taught yes. to love together. Yeah, we were no, taught to struggle true. together. You yeah, really no, weren't. And it's it's weird because just thinking about what, well, okay, I'll give you an example. I remember I was going up to my daughter and I was going to put my hand on her face and she flinched away from me. And I freaked out because I was like, what did I do to make her think that she had to flinch away from me? Because mm-hmm. I've never, I'm not a spanker. I can tell right. you guys that right now. I mean, she might get a little pop here and there, but it, I'm not a spank. I'm not the spanking parent. Right, right. So I was just like, well, what is this? You know what I mean? And I was just like, am I giving off the vibe that I'm going to like physically hurt her in some kind of way? And on top of that, whenever somebody does that to me, you you flinch or you don't flinch when somebody tries to physically touch you or whatever. And it's kind of a mind fuck to the point that mm-hmm. now when we think about things like spanking or hitting, we have now moved them over to a fetish, to a lust. And it's kind of a big ass mindfuck because we start from like slavery with the whipping Mm -hmm. to our parents punishing us with the spanking to now we're introducing it into our bedroom Mm -hmm. as a fetish. And now we don't really know what to do with ourselves. Because like, right. it's like, where is that coming from? It's like, okay, am I doing this because I need to turn this negative into a positive physically? You know, um, I think the reason why physical touch in in that way in you know is hypersexualized is because when you're abused, right, you try and make sense of your abuse. And mm-hmm. so I think hypersexualizing it is like, because, you know, they say that the most sexually active people are the ones who've been abused at a young age mm-hmm. um, or, or, or extremely abused in general. Mm-hmm. They become hypersexualized. And I think the reason why, uh, I think that's the reason why we... Well, not uh, hypersexualized, hyposexual. Yeah. Hi- yeah. <laughs> so I think the reason why, you know, those fetishes arose is because, you know, you're trying to make sense of... Right, you know, what, what happened... And for some people, some people are just down for the shits, but I think uh, in other people, it's trying to make sense of abuse. Um, <clears throat> matter of fact, let's, 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 okay, let's pivot into that real quick, because I don't want to follow up, I don't think we should follow up uh, sexual trauma with sex. <laughs> like, that's a terrible segue, even though we're on the same <laughs> parallel. <laughs> but let's talk about, like, the negative, con- let's talk about the negative connotations that physical touch can bring, right? So, you know, somebody who, somebody who's been neglected their whole life wanting physical touch, they'll over, they'll over lust and over yearn for physical touch. And it causes them to, you know, make poor decisions in that department. They get touched by anybody just to feel something. They can become sex addicts. They become, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, they become addicted to people just to be around them, just to get something from them, even if they're not healthy people. I know for a fact that I, myself, um, not ever having physical touch, I would cling literally cling to people even if they were bad for me because they were at least showing me some kind of uh, you know what i'm saying attention some kind of affection yes that's definitely true like they would even if even if i knew they were going to use me for the moment and then discard me for a while it was just the fact that i was able to be held and cuddled and touched and i felt something you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so you know lack of physical touch um can be traumatic as well thinking about it yeah that's true because like on that point like now that i'm thinking back on a lot of the things like i was allowing essentially abuse and then not thinking about the time but i was just like these people were like abusing me physically and i was associating it with them caring about me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i would be like you know doing some 
highly questionable things like this is in my college in my college whole years I was about that late this is like beforehand like when I was in high school I remember mm-hmm. before at one point I was with this guy in the hallway we were just talking I mean I've known him for like a minute you know da, da, da. and I see you know he's like kissing up on me he's like filling me up like in the hallway and all this stuff like that and I was just like oh my god he must like me dude mm-hmm. no I completely <laughs> fucking relate to that I, yes the fucking trauma i went through resonated in my ho-ish yeah ho-ish because i never did get sexual activity in high school i was just a makeout slut if that makes any sense well no i was the same way like i wasn't yeah. i wasn't having sex back then but i still was yeah. like just like that yeah, so making go ahead. Stupid, yeah. yeah i was making stupid <laughs> stupid stuff because same here i'd be like sneaking around after school before practice for whatever activity i was doing with some dude just kissing out and letting him touch me. Yeah. I was like, oh, this guy likes me. Oh my mm-hmm. God. It's crazy. But why were you guys equating physical touch to um, a, like legitimate legitimate attraction? Like, where did you guys get that? Because I, I never would have thought that. See, what my parents, mainly my mom always told me, if someone likes you, they will get physical with you. That's mm. what I was mm-hmm. always told. Like, if you like really? someone, you, you show physically that you like oh. them. And so every time I saw that, I was like, oh, this guy likes me. I'm actually someone thinks I'm attractive and it's just like no it was just yeah it, does, it was just horny teenage it's boys horny teenage boys it's layers of shit because like you gotta figure how we as women were introduced to sexuality we were totally introduced to sexuality totally different mm, we were true. taught that yeah we were taught that if like you said like Daniel said like oh if somebody touches you they like you so you know what I mean and then also on top of that we were said that like oh this is a bad thing for you to enjoy it or for it to happen to you so then it becomes a forbidden fruit thing too mm-hmm. mm. it becomes a giant clusterfuck of you know a giant mindfuck of oh wait this is something I'm not supposed to be doing but I feel like everybody else is doing it and now I want to fit in with everybody else but then also, I you feel, gotta keep it secret. Yeah, I gotta no keep it secret because I don't want people to think that I'm a hoe. Mm. But also, I feel really icky. There's a lot going on at there. the end yeah. of it. It's a lot of layers. And it's like, oh, but this feels nice. And it's just like, it's like, but should it feel nice? It's like, oh, icky. It's, like it's like, oh, forbidden. Oh, yeah. I'm being bad. And then they like, then they drop you or they tell everybody like, oh yeah, I fingered her in the hallway and you just like, now you, you that person and it's like, uh, uh okay. <laughs> mm. So it's like, so damn, that's, that's a lot of layers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Walking to being a woman. Walking to being a woman. You know, you know what? I take that back. Let me, let me, nah, I take that back. So when I was in eighth grade, there's this girl who was obsessed with I'm about to deep dive. <laughs> I'm about to. <laughs> I'm about to do. Listen, I like pull. Like I'm about to jump. I was like, ah, oh, do we do it? All I go is co- as much as you feel comfortable with, man. Like, um, we- there was this my my classmate like touching on me in an inappropriate way, and I also thought like, oh, you know, because all the guys were allegedly having sex and you know fellatio and all that stuff. Allegedly, I know. I realized as an adult, these motherfuckers was lying, but. but don't think it was just to do is women were lying yeah. to <laughs> but you know she would like touch on me in class and I thought oh maybe she likes me but like it was weird for me though because I'm like because in my mind right a woman you're right I see what you're saying a woman who is that promiscuous is a hoe so I'm like what you doing <laughs> like why are you touching mm-hmm. on me? like mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it was a conflict of interest because like yeah I liked it but like she like I was taught that women who are that fast are hoes you're right um, and there was no, there was no, uh, uh, standard for men, so for boys, mm-hmm. so, nope. you know, <laughs> but no, think about it because think about it. If, if say, for instance, you didn't partake in that and you were like, no, I'm not cool with that. And then she went out and was like, he didn't try to get with this. I'd be gay. Then, so yeah. You're gay. I'm gay. Yep. Yeah. I'm gay. Absolutely. So yeah, it's, it's like that's a whole other episode. <laughs> like yeah, we need to give high school yeah. kids advice. <laughs> but but no, like it, I guess I, I guess I see what you guys are talking about. Like I, there's the negative connotations for physical touch are real. You know, especially when you're trying to navigate your yourself, your mm-hmm. body. You know. Um, so here's another question for you guys, right? I didn't hit puberty for a while, right? But I'm mm-hmm. but you guys did. So. 
um, and me and Sheba have had this conversation on, on the Blurview before, but like when you speaking on physical touch, right? Do you feel like you can satisfy your own gratification of physical touch and not just sexually, obviously you can masturbate, you know what I'm saying? But like, do you mm-hmm. feel like you can cuddle yourself, hold your own hand in a way? Like, is there a way to get that self gratification? There's a reason I have a lot of anime body pillows. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, no, I'm good with like being by myself and with myself because I'm chill with myself. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm the only child. Like, all I know is me. Growing up, I mean, I was like a social part. I was thinking about this earlier, actually, just how much I'm so used to being by myself just because... I just was such a outcast my whole life mm-hmm. or whatever. So all I knew was loneliness. And people be like, you know, cause I, was, I remember like not too long ago, I was at like um, a couple of years ago after the girls were born or whatever, I was at my friend's party and I'm by myself. And you know, everybody's with their husbands and boyfriends or whomever, their partners. And uh, my friend's husband comes up to me and I'm just watching the kids play in my, my own business. He's like, hey, I was like, hey, what's going on? He's like, uh, you know, not them just checking on you. You look really lonely. And I'm like, no, I'm chilling. And that boggled his mind because he's just like, how can she like being by herself? How could she not want a man on her arm? How could she not desire these different things? And I'm just like, I mean, I just don't. I'm just so used to it. It's just my life has always been. My life has always just been me being solo. And even now with my partner, I'm still solo. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. still like, ha- like, I still like having my me and introducing somebody into my, my space, personal or otherwise, freaks me out because it's like, okay, now I have to make room, room where it's not enough room for, even for me most mm-hmm. of the time. And mm-hmm. when somebody else, somebody else comes in my space. So it's, it, gets, it gets a little confusing. Um, do I hug myself? I mean, I listen to uh, Lana Del Rey all the time and cry. That's about it. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta put on Lana and just get a fucking Lana bowl of ice it. cream and just cry. Okay? Just I feel gotta, you on that. A weird white girl has the keys to my soul. <laughs> I get that summertime sadness too. <laughs> but like, okay, so do you guys feel like, right, speaking of being by yourself and a man being baffled that you want to be by yourself, right? So do you feel like... Um, women are stereotyped into wanting to be physically touched and like cuddled and held and like you know oh, coddled definitely. especially oh, the older yeah. you guys get and oh, i yeah. ask because that biological clock ticking bullshit people try and throw on y'all like oh your biological clock is ticking we gonna get married and have babies you know what i mean like do you guys feel like that plays into physical touch and like that stereotype of women needing to be cuddled and needing to be held and needing to be kissed and loved i will tell you this much people get freaked out when i say i don't need a man to come in and give and rescue me and hug me people get really weirded out they're like wait what they get weird i was like i was like i don't need like i really don't need like the hugs it's not like with the words of affirmation where it's like you know i'm hearing it i'm receiving it mm. with the physical touch it's like you know we don't got a hug right. we can dap this out right quick and people are freaked out by it they're like how can you as a woman a young black woman who's a mother not have these deep desires for companionship physically mm. on the regular basis Basically, why don't you? Why don't you want to be married? Essentially, what they're saying. Why yeah. don't you want to be married? Don't you want to come home every night to somebody to cuddle with? Don't you want to come home? Don't you want to kiss somebody? Don't you want to be at the parties? Don't you want to have somebody in your arm? Yeah, no. No, no. I'm just I'm trying chilling. to come home and see a clean house. That's all I want. Wow. <laughs> Sound like a man. Sound like a whole man. <laughs> so, like, where, where did that stereotype come from that you guys need to be cuddled and held and coddled and kissed? And you know, where does that come from? society but like all because like that because you know what i mean like and it's weird from a man's perspective we're taught that women are to be desired they're not supposed to be touched but we want like men want freaky women but like we don't know what to do with that but society has told us on the flip side that women are just a forbidden fruit that just supposed like they're not supposed to be touched they're supposed to be prim and proper and clean and neat and you're not supposed to violate them and, you know, that's our forbidden fruit is the, you're not supposed to, that's a woman, you're not supposed to. 
Um, and I know it sounds really backwards considering what it we know about it, right. but it's true. We're taught like, oh, that's a delicate flower and you're not supposed to violate that and blah, 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 um, especially in Christian uh, communities. Mm. Um, but, you know, so where does that come from that y'all need to be like, you need to be affectionate toward a woman? Like you need to be physically affectionate. Like where is that? It comes from men. That's where it comes from. You okay, guys have so. to, you guys literally have to have it both ways all yeah. the time you have to have it both ways both the time it can never just be i'm fine with my girlfriend or wife or my partner or whomever who is really 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 into a certain kind of sexual life and that's that that can be it you know what i mean she can she can be both of those things or whatever but it's always gonna be one or the other and it's always mm-hmm. a negative connotation mm-hmm. it's like oh she's a good girl so you can't be, you know, you can't be doing this, that, and the other with her. Oh, she does this. She's a big old hoe. That that one can't be on your arm. Mm. It's never like, why can't yeah. we just be people and exist on both spectrums in the middle or whatever? Like men can. People don't ever be sitting here checking you guys for the stuff that y'all do, that y'all can do. They really don't. <laughs> they really don't. And you they know, don't. And- and, you know, being a man, the catch-22 is, like, I was also told that women need all this affection, but I was also told that we're not supposed to show this affection. So it's a conflict of interest yeah. where I'm supposed to be tough and stern and stoic. Excuse me. But but women are also, you're supposed to love and kiss all over your woman and be all, she's supposed to be all up on you. Like, Don't it's you a just weird. love the patriarchy? It's so, it's yeah. It's, it's, the patriarchy like, it's so confusing because it's like, on the one hand, okay, if she's supposed to need all this affection and emotion, like, this, you know, this cuddling and kissing and loving and oh, hand holding, how am I supposed to give it to her if I'm not supposed to show that? And to, like, it's almost like as a man, you're not supposed to show physical touch until you get into a relationship. Like, you're supposed to be just stoic as hell until y'all are official, then boom. But yep. also as a man, you're supposed to have fucked every woman you've ever came in contact with. Exactly. <laughs> like, to that but point. Girl, but it's like you're supposed to be able to sexually please women, but also women, you're not allowed to have sex. Yeah. So it's, it's like, like <laughs> it's like what? How to make it make sense, society. Yeah. So physical touch <laughs> as a man, it's strange because we're not supposed to show that kind of affection, especially physical touch. Because a man showing another man physical affection is gay as it was as it used to be rendered right it was homosexual mm-hmm. like oh two men hugging y'all niggas is gay riley freeman you know what i mean like mm-hmm. but then like you know um i'm not supposed to hold hands unless i'm in a relationship i'm not supposed to hug unless i'm in a relationship i'm not supposed to kiss anyone except my mother only on the cheek my sister only on the cheek my girlfriend when she wants it but outside of that i'm not supposed to show physical affection outside of a dap up a handshake you know what i'm saying like a good mm-hmm. job maybe a slap on the ass because men are weird like oh it's gay to hug a man but right. it's not gay to slap like, him on the ass like especially i don't know especially like in like you know the 90s like tv shows it was all especially like in the like the black aimed or black centered shows it was like anytime two guys got really excited and wanted to hug each other they're like yeah 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 like oh oh yeah 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 oh and fun fact is like the first one that actually showed like two dudes for real for real showing emotion was keenan and kel when keenan with yeah. the new and they started yeah. tearing the fuck up that shit was real yo yeah. and they ain't do nothing and they ain't do that whole that pause i'm gonna do they let them cry they let them hug it out like ken and kel and fresh prince with will and carlton mm-hmm. yep, the yeah, first but, two black shows i can think of yeah. because the only boy meets world was obviously white but yeah. they clearly didn't sean and uh Corey, Corey. were the first like ever b- romances yeah that was like Hey, we so cool with each other. We know we're straight. We just don't, we're uh, positive masculinity. That's like but one of the few shows. But it was also white. You know what I mean? We yep. didn't have that mm-hmm. in black shows. Yep. So now, okay. So to the sexual now, right? Now that wait, we- wait, pause. Wait, pause. Pause the recording. Sorry, I, I get my chart to put my computer right there. Okay, so can okay, so now that we've segued out of like abuse, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's let's uh so sexually, right? Since we're like sliding into that topic, so sexually, um, <laughs> like I know that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I see what I did there. I see what I actually did there. My bad. So sexually, like, so you guys don't like physical touch, but during sex, I'm pretty sure you don't want to just be laying there and get fucked, and then a dude just throw a towel on your face and walk off, right? <laughs> 
Maybe you do that fucked up shit, but wow, <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that. You fuck up one time and they never let it go. <laughs> never let it go. Never let it go. Never. Y'all are foul. I don't. Anyway, but no, like clearly, you guys. I mean, like you guys don't cuddle after sex. Like that's not a thing. I'm always the big spoon, though. So. So. <laughs> Listen. There, if you are fortunate enough to have sex with me, a known oh, asexual, yes, a known asexual who has, which board, well, I'm technically kind of more demi, but I like, I'm like a between demi and ace, but I like lean more towards ace. But if I really like you and you're fortunate to be like, you know, hey, Danny, you want to have sex? And I'm just like, actually, for you, since you asked so nicely, yeah. <laughs> I have to be the big spoon after. I have to be the Touché. big spoon after. Touche. Go off, queen. Touche. Then she so, acts so nicely. Right, right. I will grace you with my pussy. Like, I like, but I like that, though. I like that. So she bad. You don't cuddle after sex? Oh. Where's the face? Get the fuck out the camera. I hate you. You don't cuddle? Look at her face. Okay. She knows she oh, does. Oh. No, I oh, don't. Wow. Oh, no, I don't. Go no, I, no, no, no. Okay, wait. Let me get to it. Let me get to it. Back in the day, no. No, because no, I what? was participating in what I have to call practice dick. So I'll be done with it. And then he has to go, or I got to go. That's we ain't cool. cuddling because that, that's not what this is. Now, recently with my new partner, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. And by cuddle, I mean that pussy got pounded head. into submission and I had no choice but to fall asleep. <laughs> get out. Get out. Leave us out. Get out. She said, I had to fall asleep. So that's the only way you cuddle is if you fall asleep, but like you have no choice. I, could, I couldn't physically walk. I had the deer leg. So I had to lay back on the <laughs> back where I was at. And rest my rest my weary pussy. <laughs> we love to see it. Listen, I feel you. I rest get it. my weary pussy. I am. But you gotta think dead. about this. I am you deceased. Gotta, you have to think about the fact of what I was doing in order to get into that state. Exactly. We're talking. We're talking spanking. We're talking petting. We're talking the foreplay. We're talking the whole nights. My whole body had been through the ringer. So, so when, it yeah. when it comes to physical touch during sex, y'all would agree that it's necessary. Obviously, you can't get well, spanked yeah. and, right? I mean, yeah, but what does that mean? What does that really mean? Because, like, why can't I just have, like, regular sex, vanilla sex? Because I don't think I ever have. Who the fuck wants vanilla sex? But I'm saying there are, people, there are people who do. There are people who literally just want to do missionary, and that's it. Ew. But do you think... They don't, but they don't know any better. <clears throat> Okay, but do you think that that's a lack of physical touch? I think it's a Could lack of Could that be a lack? A lack of motivation. <laughs> but like, no, think, no, imagination. But like, imagine if you want more, but they're not willing to give. Would you say, could you, could you guys possibly say that that is a lack of physical touch? Yeah, because yeah. one of your partners is, is asking for it. And if we're right. talking about lust languages in the form of physical touch, your partner, say one of your partners, that's not one of their things. Mm. that's not on the top of their level they're just like you know i like this 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 and this but your partner is like hey i really need physical touch in form of this this kind of sexual activity right they might have to come to you and be like hey i really 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 want to be spanked but they don't know how to breach the subject because you have given off the vibes that maybe you weren't interested in that mm -hmm. and, and it, it does make things a little awkward because you could never be you can never just be have like a, a 100 experience when you're having sex because there's always that one thing kind of lacking and you don't know how to bring it up. Mm -hmm. And there's also this whole stigma where people think you're not supposed to like talk to your partner when yeah. you're being intimate with them when yeah. it's like it's totally fine because they're like, oh, if I have to ask, it ruins the mood. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Checking in, like checking in with your partner is like the the biggest key for being intimate in any type of way like you want them to enjoy it if you're enjoying it and if they're not enjoying it something needs to change and there's like should be nothing wrong with communicating that like no absolutely yeah absolutely but they're like ah but i don't want to ruin the mood like sorry that 
consent and checking in ruins the mood for you, I feel that's a personal problem. <laughs> yeah. So that's true. Consent, consent, mm-hmm. definitely a big part of physical touch. Consent is key. Right, definitely a big part of physical touch. You need your partner's permission and understanding before you can touch them. Um, And I think that a lot of people uh, brush over the fact that consent can make or break somebody, especially if their love language is physical touch, because you've then violated their their safety net, their serenity, their sanctity. Um, So definitely uh, consent is key as as Danny said um physical touch is sacred that's your safe space you know what mm-hmm. i mean so for somebody to violate that mm-hmm. with uh you know trying to like push the, an envelope that they don't realize they're pushing or they know they're pushing is uh super fucked up do you think <clears throat> do you think that somebody could develop physical touch so say you I'll love bring like it up right now yeah. like somebody oh, yeah. somebody could lack somebody could be lacking physical touch even sexually right they just get vanilla sex mm-hmm. and so then they crave like that wild shit because it, they're just starving for more touch or meaningful touch when it comes to physical touch so here's my thing on that i do think i think when we first started having sex we're kind of like a newborn you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we start developing, 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 and we start introducing new things into our, our bedroom activity. Mm. And I think we don't ever realize that we are lacking things like when it comes to physical touch because we just, no one's ever brought it to our attention. Mm-hmm. So like my case in point, like I always tell you guys, like my first entry into realizing that I maybe was like into like slapping and bonded and stuff like that is when I was working at Spencer's and my friend slapped me in the face and instead of being horrified I was turned on by it and I was like oh this is something different so then anytime I felt anything like that later I was automatically just kind of associated with the pleasure and but that does also leave <clears> on <throat> the bedroom case in point with you JD how many times have you been asked to be paid and you flat out refused to do it? <laughs> because, <laughs> you <are scared. laughs> because you are scared to do anything in the anal area. Why does every don't episode come back to my booty hole? Can we talk about this? Every no, episode comes back to my butt. Because because you don't know because at the end of the day you don't know if it's something you'll enjoy and you just are not flat out refusing to try it. and then, again this is about boundaries because you're just like no I don't know I don't want to do it but now since we're talking about introducing different kinds of physical stress into the bedroom it's kind of like how are we segueing into that when somebody's flat out just like I don't want to try this but your partner wants to try it you try to make compromises you're trying to then introduce different things to the bedroom and you never really know because i'm very much a carpe diem when it comes to my sexual activity i will try something and if i don't like it after i tried it then you know i won't do it mm-hmm. okay but you want me to be carpe diem with my booty cheeks like can we like that's not i'm just saying a little tickle tickle a little tickle tickle <laughs> It hurts. It's just a little prostate. It hurts the shit sometimes. You want to fucking fuck master four thousand on my ass? Okay, so if it hurts the shit, number one, that means water. Number two, you need more fiber in your diet. Okay, that's not the point. The point is, okay, that's different. That's coming out, not going. (laughs) But on the reverse side, you don't like to do that either. You don't like having anal sex, right? With your partner, you don't ask for it. But your partner might be like. A, I want that. So then, where are you at mentally? We're kind of like, am I making a fine line between like flat out saying no and then making mm. a compromise to suit your partner's needs? Yeah, you know okay. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you're right. Physical touch is compromise. Um, in, in mm. the bedroom, you know, a lot of people have different fa- like me. Like I don't like having sex with women whose toes aren't on point. Because <laughs> yes, I like because because <laughs> I, I mean. I, Listen, okay, they gonna touch me, and they can't be crusty touching me because then I'm gonna feel away. Like it's a whole thing. Like just, uh, like you know, what I'm saying the toes gotta be, you know. Yet it's, it's a, a, a problem when a girl is like, I want to do with a big dick. That's outrageous, but because nah, that's preference. I just you gotta define big. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to really, like, put some measurements out there. Like, if you... Off the screen. <laughs> I can't disagree with Johnny. I can't disagree with Johnny because I did just make money less a couple weeks ago off of selling foot fetish content. So I I, under, I, I get where he's coming from as a person who makes content for Nico that. got nice feet, man. I've seen him. But see, man. I'm waiting for him to come out with... So, so like, where's, like, the, the people who want to see pictures of ugly feet? Those people have to exist. Oh, they do. Okay. <laughs> hey, look, like sidebar like, sidebar because like the person that made my content for i was like yo like i always ask like what they want like this caters and he's like i want your feet just how do you just got out of work and like but my feet are always like sticky and gross and like crusty from after he's like yeah no i want them to look ugly i'm like okay here you go job <laughs> is offended <laughs> Confused. <laughs> so offended. That's what he that's what, they, that's what he wanted. And I was like, okay, I got my fifty bucks. It's fine. Listen, listen. <laughs> All you need is the OnlyFans. Like, <laughs> run that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make a clip of you saying just that about your feet, so we can run an OnlyFans for the blur view. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Break it. Look, fifty fifty for the blur view. You make an OnlyFans for the blur view. We break fifty fifty. You know what I'm saying? Like that's so easy. And then we, look, and then it could be after dark content. You know what I'm saying? Next, you know. Oh man, because Katie Toes. No, because your freaking land party brought up making me an OnlyFans, and I was watching their stupid stream last Listen, night. I'm like, y'all, y'all really trying to get me to make an OnlyFans? Fifty fifty revenue. Like, I will Listen. buy you all the equipment you need, and we just split it fifty fifty with the Blurview. That's how Blurview makes profit. Danny, I will do it with you because people have asked me to make OnlyFans for my moaning. They've been laid up literally asking me. That's not physical touch. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying. No, I'm just letting I'm just going to get physical to touch themselves from it though. <laughs> so, oh, real quick. So before we cut, let's talk about self-gratification. Do you mm -hmm. feel like self-gratification can take the place of uh, of physical touch? Like, do you feel like you masturbating yourself can satisfy? I feel like yes, and I feel like it's situation-based. Oh, absolutely. There's reasons why I'll tie myself in Shamari by myself. Pika Pika? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm curious about that. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, the best, way, the best way to learn is to do it on yourself anyway. Contract mm. Danny for OnlyFans. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just how I get OnlyFans. We're about to make so much money. <laughs> Listen. But wait, no. don't you guys think it's like crazy that like, I don't know, for me, I know when I masturbate and versus when I'm having sex, the, my experience is different. Yeah, like but it's, my, it depends. Huh? It depends. From well, you think so? I, I've there are some jack off sessions I've had that were better than my sex partner. Right. And I wonder so, why that is. I wonder if we're just like we're letting our because it's just us by ourselves and we got worried about it different has stuff. To do with the fact that you guys know yourselves better and know what spots to hit and what mm. that you like. It's also based on the attraction of how how, how attracted we are to the other person. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I love myself. Mm -hmm. But right. do I like this person enough to be like, oh, yeah, girl, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I really hope you make that face. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking screenshot that and make it into a gif. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's about like, do, like how much, like, I think physical touch also comes down to uh, not just consent, not just comfort, not just what you have versus what you don't have and haven't had uh, versus have had. I think it comes down to also your comfort level with that other person. I think that being comfortable adds a layer of um, longing for physical touch. And some people don't need it. And some people, you know, some people enjoy it. I think that's what it comes down to. Um, and then how much, how much self-gratification you can achieve on that level versus how much you need from, from the other person. A lot of people who don't have self-gratification in any level of love language of these love languages always gravitate towards somebody who's gonna give it to them for the good or the bad. So right. That's true. Cause like <clears throat> me personally, like I've gone years without having sex and I never was like, oh, I really miss the D. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. <laughs> what? Boy. I mean, it's true. I was I went a long time, a couple of years 
without also, I think it's a difference. I feel like cis women can mm. go longer without sex than cis men, honestly. Facts, because uh, after a while, I'm like, I could really just bust some pussy down right now. It's 12 o'clock <laughs> on a Wednesday. I should be fucking something. So much, but it's so much, e- not easy. Well, okay, I'm going to say it's so much easier for you guys to bust a night than it is for us because That's with true. a partner, with a partner, you can literally just find some chick down the way and you know you do bust up in that joint i mean Me, or any you know what i'm saying like in general yeah, 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 yeah in general is still for me but the partner it's like okay if i go out and try to find a partner i now have to retrain them to learn my body <clears throat> in order for this to be worth anything yeah facts yep in order to be worth anything and i frankly if i'm just doing a one night stand i don't feel like training nobody to learn my pussy i don't feel like telling them like you know you have to eat me out you got to do this. I, I like right. this kind of thing because one, when I stand, they all know that love me. It, it makes things, it's just, it's like easier. I know, I know what I like to do to myself. Yeah. I know myself ain't going to judge me. But a, pers- a new person, mm, yeah, it's a little bit more difficult. So yeah, I went a cool minute without no dick. I was like, whatever. That's what sex toys are for. <laughs> Literally. Y'all got more toys than us, so yeah. But we're at, we're out of time. We got to wrap this up. Oh, already? Yeah, oh no. my god! Yeah, we're over time. We're over time. So it's okay. We'll it's fix fine. it in editing, or it'll be two part episode. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, you guys, that wraps up part two of these love slash lust languages. So now we were talking about physical touch. I almost forgot. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank the squad. I know. I want to thank the squad <laughs> for coming in and joining me, joining me uh, this week. They will be with me through the rest of the series. So look forward to that. Um, what else I got to do? Go check out Blurview. Go yep. check, out our, yeah, check out our Twitch streamers. Yep. Yep. You'll look out for Blurview after our new content. Yep. Um, yep. Let's see. And stay naughty. You know your assignment. Bye. Bye.